Hello, and welcome to the Church Within You podcast. I am so glad to have you join me. I'm Elder Barbara, your host for this evening. I would like to share with you a reading from the Full Life Bible in regards to the peace of God. If God is peace, then to know God is to bask in his peace. The closer we draw to him, the more of his peace we can enjoy. In the book of James in the fourth chapter, at the eighth verse, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. God gives us clear instructions about how to draw near to him. In the 24th division of the book of Psalms, the word of God says, Who may ascend the mountain of God? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. Praise God to the reading of his holy word. Now we're going to go into the full life Bible and we're going to share this reading in regards to the peace of God. Praise God. Once again, so glad to have you join me. Definition of peace. The Hebrew word for peace is shalom. It denotes far more than the absence of war and conflict. The basic meaning of shalom is harmony, wholeness, soundness, well-being, and success in all areas of life. It can refer to tranquility in international relationships, such as peace between warring nations. 1 Samuel 7.14 1 Kings 4.24, 1 Chronicles 19.19. It can also be experienced as a settled feeling within a nation during times of prosperity and no civil war, 2 Samuel 3, verses 21 to 23, 1 Chronicles 22.9, Psalms 122, verses 6 and 7. Peace can likewise be seen as wholeness and harmony in human relationships, both inside the home, Proverbs 17, 1, 1 Corinthians 7, 15, and outside the home, Romans 12, 18, Hebrews 12, 14, 1 Peter 3, 11. And peace can refer to one's personal sense of wholeness and well-being, of being free from anxiety and at peace within our own souls. Psalms 4 and 8. Psalms 119, 165. Job 3, 26. And with God, Numbers 6, 26. Romans 5, 1. Finally, even though the word shalom, shalom, excuse me, is not used in Genesis 1 through 2, that's chapters 1 through 2, shalom describes the original created world that exists in perfect harmony and wholeness. When God created the heavens and the earth, 
he created a world at peace. The total well-being of creation is reflected in the summary statement. After God had finished creating the world, everything was very good. Genesis, first chapter, verse 31. The Disruption of Peace When Adam and Eve listened to the voice of the serpent and from the forbidden tree, Genesis 3, verses 1 through 7. Their disobedience introduced sin and disrupted creation's original harmony. At that time, Adam and Eve experienced for the first time guilt and shame before God, Genesis 3 and 8, and a loss of inner peace. Adam and Eve's sin in the Garden of Eden destroyed their harmonious relationship with God. Before partaking of that fruit, they had intimate fellowship with God in the Garden, Genesis 3 and 8. But afterwards, they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the Garden. Instead of looking forward to talking with God, they were now afraid of His voice, Genesis 3 and 10. Furthermore, the harmonious relationship between Adam and Eve as husband and wife was disrupted. When God began discussing their sins with them, Adam blamed Eve, Genesis 3:12. And God pronounced that strife would continue between man and woman, Genesis 3:16. Thus began all the social conflict that is now of our human predicament from arguments and violence in our homes, 1 Samuel 1, verses 1 through 8, Proverbs 15, verse 18, also Proverbs 17 and 1, to international conflicts and wars. Finally, sin disrupted the harmony and unity between humankind and nature. Before Adam's sin, he joyfully worked in the Garden of Eden and freely walked among the animals, giving each one a name. Part of God's curse after the fall included enemy between Adam and Eve and the serpent, as well as the reality that work would entail sweat and drudgery. This is Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 through 19, where struggle and conflict so that the The whole creation groaned and travailed in pain together until now. See Romans 8.22. The Restoration of Peace Though the result of the fall was the destruction of peace and well-being for humankind, and indeed for the entire created world, God has planned to restore Shalom. Thus, the story of regaining peace is the story of redemption in Christ. Insofar as Satan initiated the destruction of peace into our world in the Garden of Eden, the reestablishment of peace must involve the destruction of Satan and his power. In fact, many of the Old Testament promises regarding the coming of the Messiah were promises of a coming victory and peace. 
David prophesied that the Son of God would rule the nations. Psalms 2, verses 8 through 9. Revelations 2, verses 26, 27. And chapter 19, verse 15. Isaiah prophesied that the Messiah would reign as the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. Ezekiel predicted that the new covenant God planned to establish through the Messiah would be a covenant of peace. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 25, chapter 37, verse 26. And Micah, in prophesizing of the birth of the coming ruler in Bethlehem, stated that this man shall be the peace. At Jesus' birth, the angels proclaimed that God's peace had now come to the earth. Luke 2.14 Jesus himself came to destroy the works of the devil, 1 John 3 and 8, and to break down all barriers of conflict that are a part of our lives, thus making peace, this is in Ephesians 2nd chapter, verses 12 through 17, Jesus gave his disciples his peace as a lasting legacy before he went to the cross. By his death and resurrection, Jesus disarmed the hostile principalities and powers and thereby made peace possible. Therefore, when we believe in Jesus Christ, we are justified by faith and have peace with God, Romans 5 and 1. The message that Christians proclaim is the good news of peace, Acts 10 verse 36, Isaiah 52 verse 7. Merely knowing that Christ came as the Prince of Peace does not mean that peace will automatically become part of our lives. To experience peace requires that we be unified with Christ in an active faith. The first step is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. When we do, we are justified by faith. Romans 3, 21 through 28 chapter 4 verses 1 through 13 Galatians chapter 2 verse 16 and so have peace with God Romans 5 and 1 along with peace we must walk in obedience to his commandments in order to live in peace Leviticus 26 verses 3 and 6 the Old Testament prophets frequently declared that there is no peace for the wicked Isaiah 57 21 chapter 59 and 8, Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 14, chapter 8, verse 11, Ezekiel 13, verses 10 and 16. To know God's peace, he has given us the Holy Spirit, who begins to work his fruit in us. One aspect of which is peace is found in Galatians 5.22. With the Spirit's help, we must pray for peace. Psalms 122, verses 6 and 7. Jeremiah 29.7. Let peace rule in our hearts. Seek peace and pursue it. And do our best to live in peace with others. This concludes the article reading, 
the peace of God, taken from the Full Life Bible, King James Version. Final scripture reading is from Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verse 7. And it reads as thus, And seek the peace of the city, whither I have caused you to be carried away captives, and pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. Be blessed all.